virtue. What comes to mind when you hear that word? One of my favorite definitions for virtue is a beneficial quality or power of a thing. We are all filled with our own virtues, personal strengths and power within us that are gifts given to us by God. The real magic happens when we recognize our virtues and become guardians of these virtues, using them for the good of others. Join me, your host, Elisa Lindsay Johnson, as I talk to amazing guardians of virtue who all have one thing in common, a desire to use their gifts for good. I hope that as you listen to this podcast, you are emboldened with your own virtues. Let us all strive to be guardians of virtue. What is up? (laughs) What's up today? So today we are going to talk about the next part of my unintentional series about changing and becoming a better person. (laughs) This is kind of piggybacking off of the episode from last week about being a guardian of failure. So my question that I want to pose to you is this. Does being a guardian of consistency really matter? What do you think? Let me tell you a story I have deemed the parable of the floss. (laughs) So I grew up in a household where going to the dentist was a very common occurrence. We went from the time that I could remember. My mom was a dental assistant when I was younger and The dentist was like a second home to us almost. So going to the dentist was incredibly normal for me. So you would think that doing something like flossing would be something that has always been a part of my life. (laughs) But I don't remember ever being very consistent with it when I was a child, even though I'm sure my mom told me to floss. In fact, I remember... uh, one of the coolest things about my mom is that she was always really good about volunteering to help at school. And I loved having my mom with me. So when, whether it was for school or for church, like I loved when, she, like at church, I loved when she had a calling that was in the, wherever I was. So primary young women's or whatever. Uh, so one of the things my mom would do and I don't know if this is this was something she did through her work or if it was an independent thing, but it, she would visit our classes and talk about how important it is to take care of your teeth. And she'd do like a demonstration with, you know, how to brush. Like she had these cool looking, this model of teeth, you know, that she would like show you how to brush and, and floss. And we watched a really cool video. Um, with like these animated characters. I don't remember what who they were, but I just remember thinking it was really cool. So I have no doubt that my mother taught me how to floss my teeth, but it just, I guess, was not an important thing for me to do. And so probably about, I don't know, eight to 10 years ago, I decided that I was going to get better at flossing. And so I started to floss every single day. And flossing isn't fun. (laughs) I don't like it. And then when you first start to floss after not flossing for any period of time, uh, your gums can bleed. It's just really that fun. Sometimes it hurts. I just don't really enjoy flossing. But I do know that flossing can help prevent 
yucky things from happening in your mouth. And so uh, I made it a goal to floss. So I put out a plan and I floss every single night before I brush my teeth. And I don't know about you guys, but there are some times where I'm just so tired. The last thing I want to do is go and do my nightly routine of flossing and brushing my teeth, washing my face and all that stuff. I wish I could just plop into bed. And But every time I had the temptation to do that, I would say, nope, I need to floss my teeth. This is something that I need to do if I want to make it a goal. Because consistency is important. It's, it's something you have to do regularly so that it becomes a habit. And so anyways, now, so many years later, flossing is just a part of my nightly routine. In fact, when I don't floss or I forget to buy floss at the store, I my teeth feel so gross, even just if I miss one day. So the reason why I call it the parable of the floss is because I just wanted to illustrate that consistency really is key in making lasting a positive change and also key in pushing through your failures so you can be a guardian of failure as well. But the thing about consistency I think everyone can agree on is that it's not fun. It's really boring. And it's just ugh. like, who wants to floss their teeth every night? Boo. That's not fun. It's not enjoyable. But I think we forget a couple things. It is true that men are that they might have joy. But I think sometimes we, myself included, forget that it is possible to experience joy in the easy and the difficult. That there are fun things to life, but then there are also not fun things. Like, But that joy can be found in both. Consistency may not be fun, but joy can be found in it. I don't like doing the dishes or the laundry. Well, I take that back. Laundry isn't that bad because it's an excuse to watch a movie while I fold, making the endeavor increasingly more enjoyable. Dishes, though, or cleaning the bathrooms, not my favorites. But being consistent means that my home remains generally clean for my family or that my children have clean clothes for the coming week. The joy comes in doing the service for my family. This month, we've talked a lot about the types of virtues that promote positive changes. Um, these virtues are virtues that we guard, the virtues of your future self, your history, your failures. Guarding each of these virtues requires being a guardian of consistency. That is the only way that true change can be accomplished. It simply cannot be avoided. Think about the change you want to make, the thing you are going to do to guard your future self, to guard your failures and keep going. What is your floss? What do you have to do to make it happen? Really think about it. Consistency requires planning. If we don't plan, we cannot be consistent. By trade, I am a piano teacher. I love teaching piano. And a challenge I have with some students, and this is the age-old challenge, it's a challenge every piano teacher experiences, are students that don't practice. And something that I like to say is that practicing five minutes a day is better than not practicing at all. And if you have time for TV or playing video games, then you have time to practice for five minutes a day. And that if you were to practice for five minutes a day, that you would improve a lot. And if you were to increase that time, you would improve even faster. And we talk a lot about 
how sometimes the things we have to practice for piano may not be fun. Like I have my students do dozen a day, and then when they get past that, we work on Hannon. And those are like exercises, and sometimes they're so boring and blah, and the kids don't want to do them, and sometimes they don't practice them because they're just not fun. And I get that, but that's how change is made. That's how improvement is made by doing the not fun things. I think that's really where the change starts to really happen is because we do the not fun things included in our fun things that we get to do. We need to include the fun things. Not everything cannot be fun. Like some things have to be fun or else the consistency will break. So it requires a balance of both of those things. But I will say that balance, this is something that I'm learning. I don't think balance necessarily means you give the same amount of time to the to each every single day. I think that it means that you focus on what's most important for that day. And that's that's the balance that you achieve. And you could figure out what's most important by listening to the Holy Ghost or or doing the consistent things. If you're doing the things that require consistency every single day, then you're on the right path. So I've talked about how much I love journal writing. And I told you when we talked about journal writing that I write short-term goals and long-term goals in my journal each day. One of my short-term goals is to pray both morning and night. I have been really quite good at praying at night before bed most of my life. I figured out that if I pray before I lay down to watch a show or read, that I'll be more likely to actually pray since I'm 80% likely to fall asleep doing either of those activities. As long as I stay consistent doing that before I lay down each day, my success rate is at least 90% higher. It's a proven fact. <laughs> but I, I do notice that I am, I am more likely to pray when I do it this way. Morning prayers are a different story. For some reason, morning prayers have been a major challenge for me. The desire has always been there, but I wake up and get going with my daily responsibilities. And remembering to pray has proven to be difficult until this year. I chose morning prayers as my spiritual goal for as long as it took me to make it a habit. I started this goal, I think, at the beginning of the year. And I am still writing that goal down in my journal, which means that I'm still working on it and that there have been days where I have failed, some quite recently. <laughs> uh, but that's just something... So I need to keep picking myself up when I fall and try better the next day and tell Heavenly Father, sorry, when I forget. But I am becoming better. And I've learned that if prayer is the very first thing that I do when I wake up, I'm a lot better at remembering to do it. Consistency at saying my prayers first thing is what gets me where I want to go. If I wait and try for a prayer, after I go on my phone or use the restroom or eat breakfast, it just doesn't happen. Consistency is key. I have to do it first thing. So what is your floss or your morning prayers? Have you thought of what you want to work on becoming consistent at yet? What does your plan look like? How are you going to achieve it? What are you going to do every single day to get closer, to be consistent? What's the consistent things, the part, the consistent parts of your plan that are going to help you achieve your goal? And I just want to remind you, you will fail 
it will happen and likely many times whatever you choose to be consistent at whatever you choose to reach for for change it's going to happen i think when we realize that and we embrace that fact we stress out a lot less so when that happens just jump back up remember that you are a guardian of failure and that it's going to be okay that you fell again and work on your consistency because consistency is what it is key <laughs> and it's the only way your goal is going to happen i hope that this has all helped you and that you walk away from with a firm belief that you can become consistent in your goals and remember the most important thing include god jesus christ can help you through his atonement to become a guardian of consistency with god nothing is impossible and i truly believe that so now jesus as a guardian of consistency this is how we are finishing out today's episode of course because this is how we always do it how was jesus a guardian of consistency or how is he i think about the scripture in doctrine and covenants i believe which i do not remember the reference but it talks about how jesus how god and jesus are the same yesterday today and forever and i think that the only way you can be that way is to be consistent uh, god's laws don't change his commandments haven't really changed he is consistent he's a consistent being and i find a lot of peace knowing that that he that jesus christ and heavenly father are consistent guardians of con being consistent um so that's why i think jesus is a guardian of consistency he also never stopped serving people he was very consistent in that and looking out for the one and i love that about him as far as someone who i think is a guardian of consistency gotta think about that one for a while i haven't really thought about it um we have to choose my mother-in-law one thing that she taught me as a young mother and just by her example more than anything is that um is her love of schedules she schedules out her chores and she has a specific schedule that she follows each week it's the same schedule every week and that was such a foreign concept to me this scheduling of chores it didn't sound fun either <laughs> but because she has her chore schedule she's very consistent in keeping her home clean there all she's also very consistent in going to the temple and goes multiple times a week well she and my father-in-law are on a mission right now in Canada working at a temple and so they get to go to the temple multiple times a week for that but as far as I can remember and as far as I've known them my in-laws go to the temple once a week and they work at the temple once a week and so their consistency in doing that uh, has really taught me how important that is and there's spiritual growth and their closeness to heavenly father is amazing because they go to the temple so often so I, that that's who i think is a guardian of consistency it's my grand is my mother-in-law miss diana j so i love you guys thanks for listening i hope you've learned something valuable that you can take back to your goals and you're working on consistency have a great day bye thank you for listening to today's episode I hope that you walk away filled with strength and power, or dare I say, virtue, as you use your own gifts for good too. 
podcasts live by the reviews that are written for them. Please leave a review and let me know what you think. I hope you all have a blessed day. Bye.